Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, welcome to our show, the Alien System Business Psychic Hour. We have a caller in the queue who we will be getting to shortly. Is it whom? Whom we will be whom. getting? Whom? Yeah. Excuse me for my improper English. I mean, yeah, it's difficult. You, know, you could say whom. who is that, but yeah, I know whom. whom. Yeah, exactly. I, I knew it was wrong when it came out of my mouth when I said who. Um, anyway, you know. Sometimes we do get into parts of speech on the show. Well, yeah, who and whom is one of the more difficult ones. Yeah, yeah well, I caught myself in time, so I sure get, get some credit, whom. right? <laughs> when in doubt, use whom. Well, you know what a pet peeve of mine is when people say myself and my friend because they're afraid of saying the word me. It's like the word me has been misused so so uh, widely yeah. that that myself so has been the say, uh, me is going to the store no 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 but in in terms of in terms of not knowing how to use i yeah. not knowing how to use myself not knowing how to use me you should see an optometrist <laughs> anyway it, it it annoys me it annoys me but a lot of things annoy me i guess what can i say i'm an irritable person at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Okay, let's bring on our caller. Oh, before we do that. <laughs> well, PM. Yeah, well, that, maybe it's PMS? due to PMS. <laughs> yeah. well, anyways, we've got a call. Let's we do, but call. we want to let people know how to get a hold of us that haven't called. 914-338-0164 is the call in number. Press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And also join us. Please, on Facebook and Twitter, I'm posting right now as we speak, multitasking. It's such fun because now we have to separately, oh, it's the most annoying, oh, crap, I messed up. I have to copy and paste. It's just a nightmare. So let's bring on our caller and I'll try to work on that while the caller is is on the line. We have a call from 347. Hi. Hi there, who's this, please? Hi, how are you? This is Tita. Okay, it, the call is breaking up. We we said, heard you say, hi, how are you? But then... Oh, hi, sorry. This is Tanika. Oh, hi, hi, Tanika. How are you? I'm okay. Okay. Tanika, you called, and we didn't get to your call another day, I think. Um, what is your birthday? Nine seventeen nine seven nine no nine three seven eight. Nine three seventy eight. I know you're thirty seven ten one. 
but the birthday was escaping me. Okay, so um, last time you called, you were asking about some guys, but I don't know if that's why you're calling now. I don't know. Yeah, that is. Okay, well, do you want to get us up to date? Um, sure. Because that would be great. Sure. So um, one of them, I, one of they both have the same birthday. One still doesn't have. He's not mature enough to talk in text messages. He just keeps sending me emojis and everything from the last time we stopped seeing each other in 2019. That one is Frank. Frank, so, right? Yeah. I, I knew. But I haven't. Yeah. I have. I have kind of like no respect for him because I have a lot of feelings for him. And, you know, you would think that he would have more to say. All he does is send emojis. It's ridiculous. So I have no respect for a man like that. So it's sad. I wish he would step up, but I'm, I don't know what to do with that. So and my life is changing. I'm going to be moving out of state soon. So there's someone named Aris who is also someone that shares Frank's birthday, but he's younger than me and Frank. And he's someone that I had seen briefly in like 2016 so he and I started talking again. I wanted okay. to know if you guys see if you guys see any kind of future between he and I or what you see with this guy. Um, Let's get the birthdays again. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, oh, I have them. I have them. Ten twenty-eight seventy-six and ten twenty-eight eighty-five. So Frank is the seventy-six. Eris is the seventy-five. Um, they're both the Aris same. Is the 80, Aris is I mean, the eighty-five brother. Yeah. Yeah. Just as folks. Ten twenty eight seventy six. They're both thirty four seven. But I mean, I'm. Uh, he's ten twenty eight eighty five. No, ten twenty six seventy six. No, no, no. Ten twenty eight seventy six and ten twenty eight eighty five. They're born on the same month and day. Frank. Well, the thing is, Tamika. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go back on my vibe about Frank. I don't think Frank's a good match for you. It, it it hasn't changed. That's that. So we talked about Frank at length many different times on the show, and I, I just I don't think it's going to work. Um, so I mean, just because time has elapsed does not mean that's changed. He's a, he's a thirty four seven, but he's got issues. So I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure what has motivated you to continue or to resume uh, resume your uh, connection with him. I just said that I don't talk to him. He's the one I told you that keeps texting me that I don't talk to him. I haven't talked to him since 2019. I said he keeps sending me emojis, but I don't respond. I haven't responded to him since 2019. He's the one so I you told you that, to like, okay, okay, so that's fine. All right, so you haven't responded to him. But, I mean, discuss, I mean, it's... I, I would say it's not even worth discussing or examining why he's sending emojis. Well, the only reason I brought him up is because they share the same birthday. That's why. And that he and he keeps contacting me. That's the only reason why I brought yeah. him up. You know what I do? I block him. I just block him and deal with Eris. We talked about Eris last time. And you said he was really good looking and that was intimidating to you because he has a lot of women around him. I think so. I mean, I haven't even physically seen the woman, but for the short time that we worked together, he attracted a lot of women, and he is a very good-looking guy. I don't know what is going on in his personal life now, but he's still good-looking. But um, we've been talking, flirting here and there. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. Talking and flirting, Have you, so have you seen him face-to-face, or has this all been text? 
It's been tech so far because we just started talking again. Like last month, he was in Greece. He just got back to New York um, from being in Greece the whole summer. And then at the end of the summer, I'm supposed to be moving. So it's like, but we could still see each other, he's saying, if we wanted to. So I I, I just don't know what what his deal. So let me ask a question real quick. Does he, is he wealthy? I don't know. You don't know. So, so he was in a road show? No. No, he has, he's from Greece and he has family in Greece. He was visiting Greece. <laughs> Neil thought you meant, you meant that he was in the, in the like musical theater production of the show Greece. Oh, no. <laughs> No, Eris, he's Greek. Oh, he's an Aries? No, his Eris is his name. Oh, Eris. Which is Greek. He's Greek. Oh. He's Greek. Well, yeah. it's all so Greek. Does. <laughs> but anyways, you see what's happening, Tamika, is when you look at these two men, the first numbers in their year are 78, and that's your, the year you're born. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're in the midst of a conflict from a past life with him. But the thing about it is that all the 78s are in the year. Their, their uh, combination of 78 matches your year. So it's all in the year. Does she know what, so do you know what we're talking about or what Neil's talking about in relation to the 78, where that is in their years? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know that's my year. Right, but it's a line. So Frank's so 7 to Eris is 8. eight. It's yes. your year. Oh. Okay. okay. So what you're experiencing is a past life conflict between these two men probably occurred um, probably occurred uh, with conflict in the past life. Now you come back, you're with these two guys again. The souls have emerged and changed over time, but there's still a relationship combination going on. But what you're dealing with is trying to actualize the relationship out of a conflict that was past life. And you're kind of caught in it because, well, who knows? Maybe it, maybe you're bound to be caught in it. You don't seem to uh, have many much consideration for this guy who's sitting, what, Mojo's? Is that what it's called? Emojis. Emojis. E-M-O-J-I. I don't go on the computer, so I don't know uh, but those are the little <laughs> he pictures. could be sending mojo. Who knows? He's sending little pictures. Them, Maybe he's a cartoonist. <laughs> I don't know. You know, if but the fact that he's immature and you don't want him and you're blocking him, well, they're, okay. So we, 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 we didn't. We didn't. Well, she didn't say that she wanted to block him. I told her to block him. She may want to still be interested in him, but she struggled with a commitment from him. They worked together in her previous job. He's the one. You picked up how to growth on his neck mm. and so the, anyway that came through but he was not committing am I remembering correctly to me right we were seeing, we were seeing each other for a year but he was acting very immature and he was just acting like a juvenile about our relationship like acting like he didn't want to act like we were seeing each other at all he was just acting very stupid around the office and I was just like I gotta go I'm not gonna be feeling like this, like embarrassed any kind of way. When we're two grown adults obviously seeing each other and he's trying to put on a face for people in the office when it's like, who cares what they think? So I just had to go. He's a grown man, a grown man acting like that. So I left the job and 
You know, the reason why I don't block him is because we were involved for a whole year. I keep having faith that he'll finally break down and talk. Yeah. Something substantial to say. But he's not, I'm not, I don't, these emojis and cartoons, I have no respect for it. So it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm not responding to it anyway. I want to know if if Aris is like, you know, if he's worth anything or if he's a dog or, or Eris. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think Eris is worth exploring. But I mean, he, there, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm, he's the Greek guy. I'm getting a Playboy vibe from him. He's just 85. He's younger. You know, I mean, he's traveling to Greece. What is his job? What does he do for a living? The last I heard, he was working for, he was working as a fireman, I think, in the NYPD um, up here in New York. But I don't know. I haven't asked him what he does for work recently. I, I'm not sure what he's doing for work now. Some of his pictures on social media look like he was still around people like that. So I don't know if he's still in the force or if he's not working at all now. I really don't know because I haven't gotten that okay, deep with so I think, uh, you know, I don't think you need to block anyone necessarily, but I think you're wasting your time with both these guys. I don't think, you know, you're you're looking for a committed relationship and one that's present. The other guy is sending you cartoons and pictures and he's not mature enough to communicate. The other one, I think, is a player. Yeah, a playboy, like yeah. I said. Yeah, I'm getting so that right, too. I don't think either one is, it is your best choice. The problem you're having is that you're settling and searching for people who don't add up to who you think you are inside. Now, that's a problem. That's a self-esteem problem. Not to say that you don't have a measure of self-esteem, but when it comes to guys, you are behind the line of self-esteem. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're saying this guy doesn't measure up. He, you know, that's not the way a man should be. The other one, you're saying, well, he's really good looking, and I, you know, I'm not used to that so much. Uh, you know, you're, you have to up your self-esteem, Tamika, in order to, to, to learn how to accept and seek the kind of man that is your match. Because you're going after men that is on the low end of your self-esteem. Why do that? I mean, what's the – go ahead, Tamika. Go but, um, when when Aris and I were involved in 2016, he was actually a gentleman to me, and that's kind of like what made me not forget about him, and that's why I thought he had good potential, because I remembered right. um, how he was actually a, a gentleman to me um, the brief time that we, whatever, like we thought that you were together. And why did you break up? Because we both switched jobs, and he seemed like he started to get scared of he's starting doing a Scorpio thing where they start to act evasive when they start to feel feelings too much or whatever. And, and also both of us were in the middle of leaving the job, going to different things anyway. So, you know, that reminds me of, you know, I used to like this guy. We worked at the bank together. So I really have a good history with him. Now he's robbing banks, but he used to work at a bank. You know, you're, who cares what he was doing before if he's, if he can't reach a certain point at which maturity kicks in to a higher degree and he starts going backwards, he's just not worth your time. You're dwelling on something that's already vanished. You're dwelling well, he hasn't on done anything. He, he yeah. hasn't done anything negative to me yet. We've just been like talking here and there, but 
So what that's is why the I was content? Talking to yeah, that's what, what I the... want to ask about. Because I'm not. I mean, Neil's like ready to tr- trash these both of these guys, which fine. I mean, I'm giving Eris a little bit more, more, um, more of a chance. So right, because the only fear I have is if he has like a million women and wants me to be part of that. I don't want to be a part Aaron. of that. But so far, no. yeah. But so far, when he played with words like that, I've always walked away, and then he's always come back. Like today, he texted me first. Like I always make sure he comes after me first. Like. I reached out to him to see how he was doing, but when he gets, I feel a little too cocky. I'm not playing that. Like, I won't chase a man. So I step back, and it's up to him, no matter how much I like him, it's up to him to come forward first. And today he did again. And he hasn't done anything negative to me yet, so that's why I'm wondering if I have anything to worry about with him or not. Well, the if you're waiting for him to something, for something, something negative, negative to happen, yeah. that's not a good plan. No, not a good plan. And, you know, just because he comes back, that might be in his cycle of thought that, you know, you play the field and then the girl wants to reject you and you try to get her back while you're playing the field. And I mean, it sounds like he's mixed up. Aside from the fact that there is a karmic connection between you and both of these men. So past life, I mean, both of them hold your car, part of your karmic number 10 in your in their months and their days add up to 10 so that's that's one thing i i i got i put their birthdays on top of each other but i mean and then then the months i mean your nine to their one become your karmic number again 10 so um you know which of course becomes a one which is your master number so there's i mean there's a karmic connection there your master number seven and one add up to eight, which is in Frank's and Eris's um, day, but also Eris's year eight. He's born in eighty five. So, do you, are you following me? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, maybe that would indicate there might be more potential with Eris, but I'm not getting a lot of content. I, of conversation what do you talk about what is the what is the content of your communication we talk about like we laugh a lot and we talk about like the way things are stupid now the way everybody uses social media for so much we talk about we flirt um, we talk about like the past and everything and the job that we worked at like we we do have decent conversations the times that we did talk and it's funny um, we, we giggle and laugh a lot and everything, make each other laugh. Um, well, can you be more forward with him? I mean, before you, before you, uh, you know, you mean send like say, look, I'm looking. Yeah, be say I'm looking for a long-term serious relationship, and I enjoy our conversations. But if it's only going to amount to flirtation or you know, friends with benefits, I'm not interested. So yeah, what I do think, you yeah. That's I could, what I would do. I, I could say that to him before um, it goes there, but these guys see him, him as like a bad guy. Like you see no potential between me and him. I think he's playing. Like, and, mm-hmm. and you've, you've mentioned that he has many women around. If he's a good-looking guy, he's Greek. I, I just get a vibe. I get a vibe. I just get that vibe about him. But, I mean, you know, there are men that love women that fall down. 
So that's not necessarily, you know, a deal breaker. Um, what any anything about butterflies recently? Any Your phone is breaking up. Your phone's breaking yeah, up. What did you say? Mm, no, I haven't um, seen any butterflies lately because I'm getting over COVID. I'm better now. Um, but I haven't seen any butterflies. But, like, he, um, he, I think on his profile, like, online, his profile, I think, has, like, a smoke and then also, like, a butterfly picture next to his name and I know he probably has a lot of admirers, but that is, you know, that's become, that comes with the territory when you're seeing somebody that looks the way that they look. Like, I have admirers, too, but I didn't know if, like, I would be someone special to him, you know, because he yeah, didn't have admirers. Wait a second. Let's get back. Your phone is breaking up pretty bad. Are you too? On the internet, um, butterfly. You said, but there's a. You think there's a butterfly picture on his social media? Um, I'm actually looking right now. It's, it's not a butterfly. It's like a, a bunny rabbit and a, a star and also like smoke, like a smoke cloud. So I thought it was a bunny rabbit. I yeah, thought it was a. Okay. Um, has sent you any sent you any butterflies emoji emojis or anything like that? Um, let me check. No, not not recently. Not recently. Okay. Okay, I'm getting a symbol of butterfly. I don't know why we're not identifying it. We have a bad connection, so I don't know what else to do. I can hear you now. You know. Okay, do you I do anything with butterfly symbolism in your home or jewelry that you have do you have anything with butterflies on it yeah my bath and body works plug-in is a butterfly and i'm going to be moving okay. to some place it's a, a warm state that i'm sure they have butterflies well that's but the fact that you have a plug-in i'm looking for some a solid validation not like well you know i'm good and they probably have you have a yeah. butterfly plug-in mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in my room I think that I'm giving you good advice. I mean, I, I am giving you, I think I'm, I'm giving you good advice. That's a validation. I, I, I think you need to have a conversation with Eris. And it may not turn out how you want to make up, but at least you put yourself out there and you can then move forward if necessary or explore a relationship with him depending on his, uh, depending on his, uh, uh, depending on his uh, response. And then you can so, give us a call and let us know. I mean, what do you think? I'm just wondering, like, so you see his intention with me, like nothing but superficial? No, that's, I mean, maybe he doesn't need to say. I'm not sure, and I think you need to explore it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And the butterfly came in. You have a butterfly. That's a validation. So it means go ahead and have a discussion with him. It's not, I, my interpretation is that, yes, he's a playboy, but it's possible that he could want to settle down at some point. So 
so you need to have that communication with them. I don't think it's black and white necessarily. You know, I always have a fear of talking about um, things like that, like, soon off, because most of the time, like, I feel like those kind of things develop into that. And in the beginning, like, if you ask someone like that, they don't know if you are that kind of person for them. They could be like, no, I'm not looking for that, because it's not on their mind. And I always wonder if that's something that someone can answer up front so fast, you know? Well, if you can't answer it up front so fast, then move on. If you he know, can't answer you, move on. Go ahead. I, I think ultimately this guy probably will want to be married at, at some point or settle down. At, third, what is he, 36? How old is he, 36? So he's going to be 37 this year. Yeah. You know, I would follow, uh, I would follow Kristen's advice and talk to him about what his objectives are in the relationship. Does he see himself ever being married? Is he looking for that now? Is that something he could explore with you to see how you two might might combine as a couple? And, and you're, you're compounded. So your energy, it, it's sometimes hard to find a, a pure connection because you're compounded energy. These guys are seven. They're, they're solid energies. You're compounded. That doesn't mean that you have to go through life in indecisive in modes, but if, if you really want to know more about this guy and you're thinking, well, things should be organic and just sort of flow, you should at least have a dialogue where you're just not chuckling and laughing and finding things to talk about. Talk about relationship. Hey, I, I'm attracted to you. What you know? I'm not trying to capture you or anything. But what are your, you know, just leisure conversation. What are your ideas about relationship? I mean, in my, I would say in my position, I'm looking for that one special person. I don't know who that is. Maybe, maybe. Do you? Wh- how about you? Where, where are you coming from? You know, he might say, oh, yeah, actually, you know, maybe, or he might say, no, I never will. Now, that doesn't mean that he won't, because people can change. I don't put a lot of, um, I wouldn't put a lot of money on this, personally. Because, yeah, because a man, I agree with that. A man who is committed has, you know, they're already there. They're already looking, and they're ready and a woman doesn't have to, you know, tap her foot on the ground waiting and waiting and waiting for the guy to grow up. A man at 36, a man should have it pretty much together and not just be wandering around, you know, giggling with women. Right. But, I mean, I, on the same token, there's so many people that we know and that we're involved with that, that women and men that have never been married that are in their 50s, 60s, yeah. And they're they're seeking a relationship, and they want to settle down. So that's not always true. But, I, I mean, I agree with you to some. You know, you may not be hearing what you want to hear, but it, my my vibe is he's not the guy. I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. And I'll say, okay. I'm not saying he isn't, but I don't think he is. But the way to push it a little bit yeah, is to get out of your comfort zone exactly. and, and say, Hey, where 
what's your prospect? Exactly. And the thing is, you're, you know, I agree with Neil. I agree with Neil. Like I said, I think this guy is kind of a playboy. I mean, the fact that he's just texting and it's like this, this banter between the two of you and, 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 you know, it's pleasant, but it's going nowhere, essentially. It's going nowhere. And that's why I'm saying to you, Tamika, to send him a text or say, hey, can we have coffee and have a conversation face-to-face, whatever. Um, and then, then you can go from there. Yeah. And maybe you want to maybe we're wrong. But I know it's nerve-wracking probably to bring this up, and it's not like the most comfortable of situations, but I think it's necessary because you're just going to, I think, endlessly be involved in this texting situation with him and it's going to go nowhere from here unless he you... wanted to see he wanted us to see each other last weekend but i told him you know i'm getting over covid and stuff so i guess that's why i heard from him again today but he wanted to see me he like really to... soon but i know what you're saying though um i don't want to just be i don't i don't think i want that i think that's going to hurt my feelings if i do do something like that and just that's all it is I don't want to do that anymore. So I will try, but I know as soon as I have a conversation like that with him, he's going to be like, no, absolutely not. I'm not looking for anything like that right now. No way, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, yeah, but right now, no. Because I just feel like people are like, I have to love you, fall in love with you first before I can even look at you in that way to talk about that kind of stuff. But I know what you guys are saying. It's the right conversation to have, so... I'll bring it up. Tamika, you're going to be 44 years old. You don't want to be 54 and calling up radio shows and saying, do you think this guy likes me? You're 44. Let's get your act together. Look for a, a mature man. That's what you seem to want in life. And, and you're at an age now where you can't play games. Yeah, I mean, this feels like, like what you do in your 20s. Yeah, you can't afford, you know, we talk to too many women in their 50s, 50s. who are talking like you. So, and, you got, you, you know, you're entitled and to a relationship. Ch- and ch- one, and but, chasing men endlessly. I mean, going through men that, that are not viable prospects, trying to put out energy, working with them, you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, because of their stubbornness, and their patterns, they don't, they're not able to move forward and get into a healthy relationship. It's very unfortunate. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the deal. You know, you, you're, you're in good standing in being in a relationship soon. But it, uh, the ball's in your hand. And if you're a determined lady, you will, you will learn how to look and look for people who are ready and not waste your time, you know, playing soft pedal games with men who, oh, now he asked me out. Well, if he's going to ask you out, say, what are your intentions? Are you motivated to be in a relationship, an exclusive relationship? Is that your motivation? Mm-hmm. Is that something you want to explore? Because that's what I'm looking for. I can I can have a a good time with plenty of men, but I'm looking for something serious. Are you that man that's looking for something serious too? 
can we explore that and talk about it and explore how we react to one another on that basis? That's a mature conversation. That's what relate. That's what couples do when they when they're serious. You know, it's I, all I right know. Names, but you know, not at forty four. You need to get down to it. I know. I want to get to the point to talk about that kind of stuff, but I guess you got to talk about that kind of stuff right away now. And I just feel like that turns people off. But I'll do it. Well, if it turns people off, then they're not then the right great, ones. Yeah. You find somebody who isn't turned off by that. Weed them out quick. doesn't mean you're desperate. It just means you're serious about what your intention is. Because, if, if you know, the way men are, it's much easier to be in a lazy relationship and just have fun. And so if you don't say anything, that's what men are going to do. Unless they come out right out and say, hey, you're gorgeous. I love you. I want to, you're my, you're my woman. I want to be with you. And that's all there is to it. If you, if they're not saying that, most men will just play it the field. But I mean, just one more, one more thing. Obviously it takes time for a relationship to develop. So it's not always love at first sight. And yes, I want to marry you right off the bat. You know, it takes time. So that's, to, to be considered as well. I mean, you can't, you no, know, I'm not everybody. Intention. Okay, well. I'm talking about intention. You know, usually, you know, in the old days, a man knew. A man knew who they wanted to wed, and they went after that woman. Today, men have lost their identity in terms of relationship. Most men have lost their identity. That isn't captured in most men's psyches today. Some, yeah. I mean, obviously, but there are the, many married couples. But the percentage has gone way down. Way down. So, you know, you, there's nothing embarrassing about you at this point in your life being direct. There's nothing, you know. And I'll tell you something. Once you're in a relationship, you want the man to stay directly connected to you. Because a lot of times women become the boss. You know, the other thing is, Tamika, if you're more comfortable with, he, you said he wanted to see you. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, perhaps setting up a date first, have a date, don't go to bed with them. And then after the date, say, I had a great time. This is what I'm looking for. You don't have to bring it up on the date. You can, you know, experience what it's like to be around him, get a vibe, and then have the conversation. If you're not comfortable just, you know, texting him right away and saying, listen, this is what, what, what I'm uh, what I want. Have a date first, if that's what you want to do. I wouldn't waste a lot of time doing this, but go out with them next week, um, weekend. Um, you, you're over COVID now? Mm-hmm. Go out to have a date. Have a date and then have the conversation. Or, you know, if you're comfortable on the date, then maybe the conversation is better had, you know, conducted person to person, face to face. So there are a lot of options, um, yep. and you can proceed how you feel most comfortable. But I wouldn't waste a lot of time. And you're moving. Mm-hmm. That's the second right. thing. You know, you're having you're you're asking about two men who live in New York, and you're moving to Florida, which is a great distance away. And having a long distance relationship presents challenges, serious challenges. 
so you know that's another added layer of of of, of problems um, when you talk about either one of these guys, right? You I'm know, sure I'll have yeah, yep. So that's something to think about too. But uh, anyway, hopefully this has helped. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. We'll be interested to hear what happens. Yeah. I, I'll I'll keep you guys posted, and um, I'd wanted I'd wanted to ask you guys about like job and money wise for me when I get down there. I'm still looking for work, but um, are you planning to live your mom still in the hot big house or what? I have yeah, I have no choice because I don't have a way to live on my own yet down there. Okay. Uh, what kind of work does she do? She she's done a lot of different jobs. She does not want to be in the medical field. Are you working right now? No, I was just doing a contract job here in the city, and I got sick as soon as I started going to the contract job. So I contracted COVID. I don't know if it's from taking a subway or the trains, but now I'm getting over it. I'm thinking of going back for it. It's a couple of weeks, and then that's it. When I go down there, I have no idea how I'm going to make money, no job yet. So that's frightening me, and I'm going to have to live with my mom and my sister and all that for Oh, wait, you're going to live with your mom? I, I, I thought no, you were going to live with her first before, for like a couple oh, weeks boy. before our house before our house is finished being built, which is going to be like 15 minutes away from her in the same oh, neighborhood. Boy. So everybody, I'm going to have to be close to them. And this is these are people that I always made sure I have a good amount of space between myself and them. And now I feel like I'm going to be, and it just, like last night even something happened where I felt just negated by them. I don't feel like anybody listens. This is just not, not a loving side of my family that I'm having to be around, and it's going to suck well, for know, me. I think with your sister, I mean, my 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 analysis is that she's your older sister, correct? Yeah. I think she's very jealous of you. And when you were born, it probably threatened her a great deal. And she never got over that. You know, I, how many children are in your family? She and I are the only two from the same mother, same father. And she's always been very jealous of me. She's always been. Yeah. She doesn't even treat my stepsister as wickedly as she treats me. She's done so much damage to me growing up. It's yeah. not even funny. Well, you come from the same mother. So, I mean, you're half-sisters, right? Different fathers? We're from the same mother, same father. The rest oh, of my so sisters you're are from, full. You're yeah. full. Yeah. Yeah. I think she. I think she was very threatened by you and never, never got over it. I mean, this is yes, just a dynamic, did. and it's karma. And unfortunately, you you're in the position of having to deal with her her issues. Um. So obviously, the sooner you're able to get a job and be independent, the better. And there's nothing that's come through for you as far as your no interviews, nothing? Not, no, nothing for down there, no. And it sucks because I would like to be around my mom. She's older now and everything, but the day that I leave, my sister's going to be so happy because she's going to have my mom all to herself. And it sucks because... Have you ever approached your mother about the feelings all that you the time. have? Yeah, my mother. She says your mother's talking She's just like, "What are you talking about? No, nobody's doing anything to you, Tanika. Everything's gonna be fine." Like she just dismisses. Yeah, 
so you're invalidated by your mother, even though you have a close relationship with your mother. You're invalidated by her, probably. Because Big time, really always. Yes, sister. Oh, that's very hurtful. Yeah, and she kisses that sister's butt, like, big time. Like, nothing. She can't do anything wrong, that sister, because she has the house. She has the car. She has the job. Even though she's miserable in her personal life, nothing is going good. My mother's a Capricorn. My mother didn't finish college, but my mother's, you know, still a very smart woman. My mother, all she knows is power and status. So they're both, all they care about is appearances, and they don't, they just care about as long as they look good to the public. My mom just worships her because she has status things. So she's more successful in the material world than you are, essentially. She's She's Looking got a whole, RN. Uh-huh. But she's crazy. She's I would never want to be an RN. She's psychotic. Yeah. I wonder if it's gonna be easier to find a job once you're actually have like an address down there that's a you know, Florida address. I don't know yeah, if it's possibly. been difficult for you to get get work because you're in New York still and you're yeah. not settled. I don't yeah, know if that's something that comes to your mind, but, you know, you're going to obviously have to endure some of this. I mean, part, I mean, you're going to have to endure this for a period of time because you have no other choice. It sucks because, like, I know I'm going to have to endure it by being in our house. That's going to be awful, just like it was just awful, okay? It was just bad because she's just stupid and she's very, like, evil and arrogant. And she's just mean and whatever and miserable. But the fact that we're going to also be that close to her in her neighborhood in a different state where there's, like, no escaping. I don't want to go to the mall down there and bump into her by mistake, you know, like when I'm trying to just do my own personalized thing. And just the fact that we're going to be in such close vicinity to her. She's going to be at my mom's house all the time trying to infuse herself into my mom and telling my mom what to do. My mother just follows now because my mother's older. And it just is just going to be, I feel it's, it's, she's going to be like, yes, I'm right about everything. And I'm not trying to be right about everything, but, like, your life is the way you choose to live your life. She's going to try to come mo- run my mom's life, run my mom's new house, and everything according to her is going to have to fly, I feel like. And, and I don't to deal with it. Is the relationship with you and your sister completely hostile? Are there any moments of worthy or, you know, where you, there's, there's a vibe where there's friendship? It's just formalities. Like, recently when I was sick with COVID, she had texted me and asked me, you know, how I was feeling or whatever. And I told her my symptoms. She just, like, said stuff to me in the text, like, as far as what to do, like, clinical-wise. And then I had to call her once because she told my mom to tell me to take Tylenol, and my mother wouldn't stop trying to shove Tylenol down my throat, and Tylenol wasn't doing anything for me. And I had to call her and tell her, can you stop telling her to tell me to take Tylenol because now she has tunnel vision. She's not listening to anything that's coming out of my mouth. She's arguing with me to not take the tunnel. And she had to be like, okay, I'll tell her to stop telling you to take it. But she's acting like that because I told her to tell you that. See, this, this, this is a vibe. Like, that's my mother listens to her. And anything she says goes. My mother will just run with it because she thinks she knows better. And it's annoying because my sister acts like she's some, like, little authoritarian to my mom. And that's the kind of stuff I don't want to be around. Tamika, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, thanks for waiting. Well, we 
actually completely lost our internet connection. So, oh no! <laughs> we have oh. to reconnect. Go ahead with what you were saying. I was just saying. I was just trying to show you guys like that because she's taking it. She's she's stupid. Like my father's side of family, she doesn't think she doesn't like the fact that I'm my father's favorite. Even though all my sisters know, they they all don't like that. But that's just the way it's always been. She acts like oh, you guys are moving to Florida to be closer to me. Like, no, we're not moving to Florida. She's taking it like an ego trip. Like, you guys are coming down here to be closer to me, and I'm going to show you everything, how to live down here. No, like, we are able to survive on our own. We've been surviving on our own up here, fine. And, you know, we're moving down there just because it's getting too expensive to move to live up here anymore, and that's why we're moving down here. But she's going to take it as, like, you know, you're moving down here to be closer to me, so let me run everything. And my mother's just going to let her. And I don't want her to run my life. I don't need her to tell me how to live in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? If I want to go to her for advice, that's fine. But she's arrogant like that. Like, she takes it as, like, you know, you're coming to be closer to me. And, you know, I'm going to dictate the way right and wrong. It's just annoying. I I just want to be able to stay away from her because she gets aggressive and she has volatile problems when stuff don't go her way. Like, she's attacked me physically a couple times when I was growing up. And I, I just don't want to be around that. And she pisses me off when I'm around her. Like, she sends my mom to tell me messages for her. And I'm like, why are you letting, why are you telling her to talk for you? Why can't you talk for yourself? And she wants you to look good for her husband when her husband's there. Like, she wants to act like we're this fake close family when her husband is around. But when her husband's not there, me and her are not close. I'm not with the fake mess, and she's very phony, and I don't want to deal with that. But she's just, like, she's fake. She never apologized for anything she's ever done to me, and she's very full of herself. What's her birthday again? Mine? No, 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 your sister's. August, um, September 23rd, 1973. September 23rd, 1973. Well, she's got a 29 going on, so that's problematic relationships. 11, 12, 13, 14, 27. She's a 34. <laughs> and she has month and day in her. Yeah, I mean, she's nine, you're 93. She's got, she's born on 923. So your 93 is in her, in her month and day, which is, and actually, actually, they're, they're her alpha and omega, meaning they're your, so your 93 are her first and last numbers also. So it's repeated. You've got an intense, intense connection with her. Unfortunately, it's negative. And probably nothing you're going to be able to do, there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You know, having a conversation with her saying, I want to get to a different level in our, I don't think it's going to work. I just know. I don't think it's going to work. So I'm not suggesting you do that. Do you suggest she does it, Neil? Perhaps you have a different vibe. I mean, no, I, I think she's, at an age now where she should be a little bit more direct and just start to weed out what isn't really working for you. Unfortunately, she's stuck there. I mean, she's stuck going there. Um, and, you know, she's going to be in her home for a period and of time. And how long? Um, the house is supposed to be ready, like, October. So we would have to be there for a couple of weeks. And But that's not – it's not like we're going to get relief much because – she, my mother, she wants my mother's, she wants all, she's like a child. She wants all my mother's attention to her. She wants to feel like she's the only child of my mother. 
so my mother doesn't realize my mother's totally abandoning me and feels like and neglecting me because when we were there, that's how my mother acted. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's going to happen down there. And I know I'm an adult and everything, but I would like to still have a close relationship with my mom, especially as she's aging. And yeah. it's not going to happen. I don't feel like it's going to. My mom? Yeah. January 17th, 1940, I think, 47? She's got an 11 also in her first two numbers in her 47. Uh, one, seven. Two, nine. Well, hold on a sec. Nine nineteen. Mm-hmm. She's a thirty equals three. So you can get ten eleven. You guys are an <laughs> you guys become an eleven together. <laughs> an eleven two. So there's problems built into your relationship. I mean, all of you are an eleven. Elevens come with a lot of negativity. I mean, there's a duality in all numbers. So, you know, I'm not gonna say eleven's totally negative all the time, but oftentimes it, it is I mean, it is generally what we deem a negative dark number, and you've got relationship problems. And it's—I mean, the numbers—the numbers don't lie. And so the, that's an eleven, which is solidly in your mother's first two numbers. Um, you know, just keep looking for work when you get down there. Keep applying. There's nothing that you can do, Tamika, unfortunately, because you're bound to. I mean, you're you're stuck. You have nowhere else to go. You don't have a job. You're just going to have to suck it up and try to distance yourself as much as possible. And and I would suggest not not trying not to let it get to you and just realizing this is a situation from past life and what you're seeking from your mother. Obviously, you're not going to get because your sister interferes. And being in New York, obviously, that was not as prevalent because your sister was out of distance, but now you're going to be all kind of under the same roof, at least for a period of time, and then a very short distance from each other. So your sister's going to have a lot more influence over your mom, and you're probably going to be feeling a lot of rejection from your mother. But don't take it personally as much as, as, much as you can. You know? It's not you. It's it's the way the relationships are set up. Anything you want to add? Here? No, no, I covered it. I mean, you know, be independent. Get, get yourself together. Live on your own, in your own space, on your own terms, and start to only include around you those people who Part are you. on your vibe, who, who are committed as friends or relationship. That's what you need to do. That's your order of energy now. It, uh, I, you know, your inclination to be around around certain people with certain vibrations or numbers is okay. That's part of your code, but you still have the ability and option to be who you are and who you want to be. It, ultimately, I, I I predict you're going to be happy and find a relationship. We're just trying to speed it up for you. You know, it, you don't have, need to wait that long. You're already well past 37. And uh, it's about time now you, you get your act together. You want to know the hard truth of it. Yeah, a lot of the way I am is because of what I went through growing up. And I would love to find the right therapist to help me get over this stuff. I've tried throughout the years. But I know that as an adult now, 
I'm trying to break out of a lot of stuff that were put in me because of a lot of the negating and invalidation of me that I went through from my mother, from my sisters, you know, the two people that were like supposed to be my protectors. And I, I can't help but, you know, want to fix it now. I want to still be close to my mom now seeing her aging. It's hard for me to just walk away and let go and just let my sister have her, which is what she wants and what's ultimately about to happen. I don't think we're suggesting you walk away and let go, but maintaining a healthy distance and protecting your boundaries and understanding that what you're seeking from your mother, especially if your sister is directly involved with her, is not what you're going to get ever. I, I don't anticipate your mother is going to ever give you what you want as far as being validated and supported if your sister is involved. It's not going to happen. And it's a matter of whether you want to continue a relationship with your mother or cut the relationship entirely. But what happens, I think, a lot of times when you grow up in a situation where you're, where you're, um, where you're treated like this, then you perpetuate it throughout your life. And right now, Tamika, you're 44 years old. You don't have a relationship. The men that you've been with have not treated you. I mean, you're saying Eros treated you like a gentleman. Okay. But the relationship didn't last. Frank is Frank. He was not a good guy. And you've had other problems in relationships. So you've got this built-in karma. And the best way to reduce it, I mean, you can go to therapy and examine it and dive into it if you want. I mean, if you find a good therapist, maybe that will help. But the best thing to do is to cut off the karma. So I'm not saying necessarily to cut your mother off, but detach enough so you can deal with whatever, whatever invalidation comes your way. And it probably happens in other relationships with you as well, I'm imagining, with friends, with people. It's, it's a I have pattern. A great, I have... My sister with, surprisingly, my mom's daughter with my stepfather, even though me and my stepfather don't, he's another person that is just jealous of me and wants all my mother's attention. His daughter and me get along extremely well. She's like my one true slash friend slash best friend out of all my sisters, and I really didn't want to leave her in New York, but I'm going to have to, but... She's the one person that I'm actually close with. And my older sister tries to get into that because it's like she can't take seeing a loving real relationship happening and she's not, and she doesn't have some adoration from some part of the family. She's like now trying to get my younger sister's attention on her and everything. And it's, it's fake. She does not care about my younger sister's attention because she can't give her anything. But the fact that my mother loves my younger sister like that and respects a lot, she wants my younger sister to be, a part of her clique too or whatever, but that's my one close friend is my younger sister. Yeah, and there are exceptions. I'm not saying, well, you know, you have no friends. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that when you have that built-in karma, then it can perpetuate throughout your life and cause problems in relationships. Probably this is part of the reason you're still single. So you need to, you know, unfortunately you're having to move down there, but, you know, get on your own as quickly as possible. And I think you're going to have a lot better luck looking for work once you have a, an address, an address in Florida, because that means that you're a resident there. But you can call, you can always, we're at the end of the show, Tamika, you can always call us personally. We suggest it because, you know, obviously the radio readings are limited, but I mean, we 
we've had you on for a good hour, so I hope it's helped. Thank you, yeah, it's helped. Thank you, yeah. And if you want to send us pictures of Eris, do so on Facebook. Message me. No, not, not on Facebook. I don't, I don't use Facebook. I would send it to you personally or so, but not on Facebook. I would talk to you personally, but I don't use Facebook. Okay. Well, I don't know how you can get in touch with us. I mean, I have an email address, but I don't want to give it out on the air. Are you still on Facebook or not? I think I deleted it. I hope my profile is deleted. I deleted it like two, three years ago because I just don't use it. So I just didn't want my picture there anymore. So I, I don't, it's not supposed to be active, but um, okay. I, would, I would send you something personally if you want to so, tell me what you think. This is what I'll do. I'm going to call you. I have only like a couple minutes, but I'll call you right after the show. I'll give you my email okay. address. You can send us pictures, okay? Yeah. Okay, so it's cool. tell you. Okay. Well, just vibe, you know, vibe. You can call in a future show. You can do a private reading. But, um, okay. you know, I won't answer an email about the pictures. It has to be a voice-to-voice conversation. But pictures of you help, pictures of your sister, I mean, all that kind of stuff. So, the call is going to come from a block number. Um, okay. Just so you know. So I'll be calling you right away after we close. Okay. okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, Tamika. Thank Talk you. To you appreciate soon. it. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. Okay. And we are, I'm losing my voice. What is going on? What is going on? Ah, terrible. Maybe I have COVID. <laughs> We're back on the air Wednesday, I mean Friday, at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Any last fi- final words, Neil? Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everybody.